All right, hey guys, it's been a super minute, but it's me, Adrena, with True Destiny Podcast. And so, um, I have a word from God. It's not, I wouldn't call it a word, but he has been um, on me about uh, telling you guys my story about how he restored me. Um, and I always tell people, um, you know, during the corona, um, at first I was really, really ashamed of what I went through and things that I allowed my mind to think. And I didn't turn my back on God, but I definitely got to the point that I was, I was upset with him. So I didn't blame him, but I definitely was like, I'm not talking to you right now. And I was talking and at some point I just felt like he wasn't he wasn't responding to me. He just kind of let me keep asking the same question over and over and over again. And then I stopped asking. Um, but I've already kind of told this story before, but I don't think I've actually published the story. So this time I'm going to actually upload it on YouTube. But I just wanted to share with some people. Um, and so the title of this is pretty much Transition. Um, and I did a lot of transitioning, um, physically, spiritually, emotionally, um, and just learning how to deal with certain things and accept things and working on forgiveness and, uh, having mercy and grace. And I'm asking God to teach me, to teach me to be more like him, um, as he made us in his image. So I want to be more like him um, as far as showing grace and mercy and forgiveness and love and to see those the way that he does. Um, and so uh, last year um, was not a good year for me. I um, had a Job season is what I would call it. And um, if you guys know anything about Job, uh, he was a man highly favored by the Lord. Um, but <laughs> it's so funny. I was talking to someone else about this and they're like, so pretty much, uh, my friend, he's like, so pretty much, uh, the devil and God made a bet, you know, on Job's faithfulness to God. Um, and Job went through so much and as did I, I went through so much, um, like I'm, it, it was, and when I realized that I had, I had a job season, I think at some point we all go through things that we, that we can, um, identify within the Bible. That's the whole purpose of it. So it's just not to, it's just not there to be like, this is how you should live. And this is how you, it's for guidance. It's like, you know, you're not, <sighs> these things have been happening way before we came along, right? Since Adam and Eve, um, so it just goes to show you that the human race, you know, has been fighting spiritual battles for so long. Um, and, you know, after I went through my job season, I felt honored by God. Right. And I always to this day when I pray um, and most recently that I've thought about it because I was telling someone else about the story and I've been sharing it and God is like, you need to do this. And I've been super disobedient. So guys, don't be like me. But um, 
he's been telling me, you know, tell people and tell people. And so I, I run across people on a daily basis. Um, and I tell them my story. And I used to be so ashamed. And I was talking to my sister one day and I was just like, man, like me going through that has made me so much stronger. And I didn't even, then I thought about it. Like, like I had came out of it. Right. And I was just like, oh, I had a job season. And, but I didn't, I didn't know. Like I had no idea what it done to me, right? So it took even after a while after I came out of that, it took me a while to realize like what I got from it, right? And I was just so every night I'm like, God, thank you so much. Like you think it's like you might think I'm crazy for saying God, thank you. Thank you for letting allowing me to go through this. Cause he he didn't do it to me. He loves me so much. He would never do that to me. Um, but allowing it is one thing and actually doing it is another and he would never you know I have faith that he loves me so much all of us that he would never do it <laughs> but the allowance of it and um it's so crazy I had moved and I moved all by myself left my family behind um and I just had kind of was pretty much fed up with them at some point you know um but this really goes back to like my childhood and like it, it, man, I have to make probably about three videos or three. I'm going to do three of these um, because it goes so back into my childhood where like I've always known, always in my heart, even when I was too young to understand that it would tell me that my destiny was great. And I would tell my mom and she would be like, girl, what? And I used to always be like, are you sure that you're my mom? Because I, I just... I felt like I was from somewhere else. I felt like I belonged somewhere else. Like I've always, always felt like that. And I used to always like make little jokes about my destiny is going to be great and I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that. And it's kind of like um, so crazy because like I have so many similar stories to the Bible. So my first, well, I would say the second one was my job. I think I've had more than one job, but this one was really bad. Um, and, uh, the other ones, I think they were like me just not being mature in life. You know what I mean? Um, but another similarity uh, that I went through in the Bible was with Joseph and his brothers, like Joseph told his brothers about the dream he, he had, and then they all turned against him. And I feel like, um, no, I know for sure. Like at some point, um, for a long time, I felt like that with my siblings. Like, I never fit in. They would always turn on me. And you know the worst part about all of that is, like, I've never done anything to them. And I'm not just saying that to make myself look like I'm this great person. But, like, I've never done anything to them. I pretty, like, at some point, we didn't even live in the same household. So, um you know, but it has a lot to do with like the generational curses of like me and my mother not getting along and then her being able to turn them against me. Um, and so one thing I know about the devils, he will come in through a donkey if he can, through a cat. If there's a crack on a wall that he can slither through, he will, you know, take that opportunity. So anyways, um, as far as my job season, you know, I moved and 
it was so crazy. I had all this money, and I just knew that my life was going to be different. I was like, I'm leaving my family behind. I'm going to actually go live this life like that. God wanted me to live. I knew in my heart that it was time for me to go. He had shut every door. He had shut down every relationship I had. I'm talking about sisters, brothers, auntie, cousins, friends I had known since kindergarten. That I And I've always been friendly and had friends, so like... For me to wake up one day and my relationships were peacefully falling apart. Have you ever heard of that, guys? Peacefully. My relationships were peacefully falling apart. That means that it just ceased. One day I stopped calling them. They stopped calling me. We started losing interest in each other. We started doing other things. Or, you know, it was just like, and one day I looked up and I'm just like, how come I'm not? I'm like, why is it? And then I started to feel uncomfortable around them. And it was just different. It was just awkward. And I'm just like, God, what's going on? And I and I just left it as that. I was like, well, all right, whatever. You know, I was doing my own thing and saving my money because I knew that at some point, you know, like I had to get up and get out of where I was at. And one thing I know about the Bible is people travel all the time. People and I always say, if you're not going through something, you're not going anywhere, and that's a fact. So if you think that because you're going through something, God doesn't love you and He doesn't care, it's the complete opposite. He is building you, He is lifting you, He is preparing you because we all need preparation for, for the simplest things. When you start your first day of job, you got to prepare. When you get up in the morning and you finna go to work, you got to prepare. When you got to get your kids up, you get everything is preparation. No matter what you do. If you're going out to your car, you got to put your shoes on. You know, like everything you do is preparation. So he was preparing me um, for just for me to be by myself. Right. And it seems like a setup. Like, let's be honest. It seems like a setup. If you really think about it, he's like, all right, you know, we're going to. And, and, and you guys know when they say. Be careful what you pray for. So in the midst of this, I was kind of getting tired of people too, right? And it wasn't, it was just little things like someone always needing a ride or wanting to borrow money or this or that. And I guess at some point I was just like, like sometimes I'm just tired and I get to the point I want to answer my phone and then just become the thing where I just stop, you know? Um, but so he was preparing me to be alone and I... Just actually thought about how it felt like a setup, but you started praying for God to like, you know, you wake up one day and you realize that things aren't right and you want to change and you're like, God, nope, you know what? Remove anything that is not from you, Lord, or, you know, anything that is not meant to be in my life, remove it. And then they see, you know, you look up and everybody's gone. True story, right? So I remember so many times saying that and praying that, like, you know what, Lord, I'm sick of this and I'm sick of that. And I wanted I wanted different friends. You know, I wanted people who thought the way I did. I wanted people who didn't criticize me for the gift that God gave me, which I'll tell you guys about later. But, you know, like, I wanted, because, like, some things are, you tell people and they look at you like they're crazy. And I always say, like, you know, I... I I, I I don't really agree with anyone who doesn't believe in God, but um, I don't like the people. What that's not really good. I shouldn't say I don't like. I have a I have a hard time like dealing with people who understand God to a certain degree, as in He just exists, and that's all they know about Him. And so it's like for me, I I feel like well, if you only believe that He exists, 
you know, you start to scratch your head and it's just like, and that's it. You just believe that he's there, you know, because it's like, you, 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 they don't, there's no connection and that's not any of my business. Right. We all know that, but, uh, my point is it's hard to communicate with people on a spiritual level. And, you know, when you're spiritual at some point, that is your life. Like that is your life. If I can't talk about battling demons and fighting for my life spiritually, then we ain't we ain't on the same page. Cause I ain't talking about shorty from down the street who kid hit my kid and now we beefing. Like we ain't talking about that. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about some stuff that will get you in your sleep, how you erupt your insides, how you going crazy, you know? And so, um, anyways, I so God was preparing me to leave, and, and and that's pretty much what that what was happening. And I I really didn't understand it at the time, and I really didn't notice until like he <clears throat> put on my heart that it was time to go. And I'm talking about like one thing about God is when He wants to get your attention, He will do whatever it takes, okay, and make it make sense all at the same time. So. I was preparing myself for that and I was going to put in this transfer with my job. And I said to myself, okay, Lord, like I know that if the transfer goes through and if I get approved for this apartment, I know it's real. And it was just like boop, 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 right? And so now I'm approved and uh, for everything and I, and I, I got a certain amount of time to get out. And at some point I knew like, I was like, all right, I'm going to sell all my stuff. I sold what I could. The rest of it, you can have it. Look, I got to go. Like, I ain't got sitting around here waiting No, none of this stuff. Because one thing about things is that you can always get more things. You can't always get more chances with God. Like, he is, he, he does have grace and mercy for us, but it only goes so far, you know. And another thing that I want to, I want to talk about is choice. And I'll, if I don't, if I don't get a chance to, to put it in here I will definitely make a uh episode about it but um the thing that I wanted I just want to put it out there for people to think about is choice you people say oh well God says that you have a choice what kind of choice is that choice I just want you to think about it like what do you benefit from it by making like if he says I mean the choice is not you get to pick between two two of your favorite fruits or two of your favorite meals that's not what type of choice it is. Um, but anyways, so I had sold all my stuff, y'all, and I had I had left, you know, I packed what I could in my car and I was out. And so it's so crazy because the moment, right? The moment that I left, about maybe three or four hours within the ride, I felt lifted. Like I felt like everything that you know, it's kind of was holding me down and my, and, you know, these are, this is more spiritual stuff too. Like people will try to, you know, when they say like, be careful who you tell your dreams to and be, be careful who you, you know, talk to about your life, because if they don't know God, they won't understand what you, I don't care how positive they seem. If they don't judge you, can you imagine like talking to one of your friends and they're super nice and you're like, girl, God told me to do this. And she's just like, oh, that's so great. But like, what if he's not real or like, and it's like, dang, like you're so nice about it. But like, that would make me angry. That's my perspective, right? 
So that's one of the things that we have to be really careful about is sharing those things. Like when you see stuff in the Bible where God's telling you to shut your mouth or people are telling you don't tell everything, it's for a reason because you don't know that person's true intentions, you know? So I was, you know, a couple hours in and I just felt so lifted and so free and I couldn't figure it out. I was just like, God, like, and it seems like everything that I was dealing with was trying to come with me, but it just started to drop off the further I got away and the further I got away. And so I get, I get to my destination finally, right? And I'm just like, okay, I'm here and things are, things are seeming like they're pretty good. Let me tell y'all, it wasn't even 10 days before all hell broke loose. And I didn't realize, right? I didn't realize that, that this war wasn't over. I thought the fight was over, but it had just begun, right? And so literally... I end up sick and I couldn't figure out what's wrong. So I'm fighting with my job. I'm trying to get um, I'm trying to get a, a, uh, some time off to go to the hospital because I had just moved there. You know what I mean? So I didn't have a primary doctor. I didn't know my way around. I was in a new state. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have any friends. It was just me, you know? And so I was literally fighting for to get to the doctor, they're telling me I can't do, like, when I say y'all, it was terrible. I mean, it was the worst thing that I had ever experienced. And through it all, basically, to make the longest story of my life kind of short, I ended up, like, having to go to the doctor all the time. Um, Turns out I had this cyst in my leg, and it was swelling up my whole body, Um, so then I couldn't work. So I couldn't work. I couldn't pay my bills. My job was underpaying me. I didn't even know until later. Then my apartment complex stole my rent money. These are like, I did not, not pay. Like my job actually paid two months of my rent and they stole it. And then it took me about four months to try to figure out what happened to the payment. And if it wasn't for Corona, if it wasn't for that, that, uh, that uh, restriction on uh, eviction, like ain't no telling where I would have been. Car got repoed two, three times. My phone ended up off about five times. Then one day when I finally feel like, you know, things are getting a little better and I ain't got no car and I'm still on my way out from being evicted. I don't know where I'm going to go because I don't know nobody. Then so one day I'm just, I'm in the living room and I'm having a better day than I normally would because like I told you, all held and broke loose at this point. Like, I have nothing. I had ran out of food. I mean, like, I was even stealing. Like, it had got that bad. Ask God. If you don't believe me, like, it had got terrible. And I was laying in a room one day, and my, and my, I mean, laying in the living room one day, and my phone just went black. And I said, no, dang, man. You know, like, God, least so I didn't have a car. So everywhere I went, I had to walk. I was like, even though we had the uh, the rent um, rent eviction, uh, whatever you call it, uh, that they couldn't put us out. Like I was still 
facing eviction. So like, it wasn't like, oh, well, I'm never going to get put out. You know what I mean? Like that was still something that to deal with on a daily basis. And let me just tell you guys, like, so I'm not sure what happened. I think I ended up getting like one more paycheck from my job, right? But it wasn't even a lot because I told you they were underpaying me. And then I was sick so much that it probably was just like a couple. Actually, it wasn't even that. What it was was I had a little bit of PTO that I could use, right? So I used that to get me another phone because my phone went out. And then after that, the phone went off because I, I didn't have enough money to pay the bill, right? And um, I remember, like, going through all of this, I got, before my phone actually went off, like, I was calling around and I was asking the hospitals to come and pick me up because I had got to the point where I wanted to commit suicide. Like, I had got to that point where, like, I had gave up. And, you know, within this time, because me and God have a great relationship, like, and how I know that we have a great relationship is because of the spirit of discernment, being able to discern people, the gift that he gave me. Um, and then also for me being a child, like I'm talking about, I was so young and I remember, I remember him telling me that I'm going to be great, that I'm going to be something, something great. Like I remember him telling me that, right? And this was before I was even old enough to really understand, like, God and who he was. And, you know, like, you, like my mom has always been into church. But, like, when you're a kid, it's like, it's like saying Santa is going to buy me this for Christmas, you know? Like, depending on that. So, like, <clears throat> I was depending on that. And I've always, like, even at times where I'm just like, dang, God. And he's like can you have that faith that you did when you were seven, when you were six, when you were going into the room and telling everyone how great your destiny is going to be and how you're going to be, like, where's that, you know? And I have to sometimes hold on to that um, and, and remember that and try to live by it, but that's not enough all the time. Like, you have to actually dig into the word and figure out who you are, you know? Um, but so I remember calling the hospitals, and I was just like, man, I need you guys to come and pick me up because like, and and I, and they asked me why. And I was like, because I'm going to kill myself. And then they're like, oh, you know, you could do this. And so they tried to give me like counseling and stuff, but it wasn't enough. Every time I had to tell my story all over again about what I was going through and I was tired. And um, I remember just like, God, what did I do wrong? Like I saved my money. And I started, like, saying all these good things about myself that I know are true. Like, yeah, I'm not perfect, God, but, like, I've done this and I've done that. And I pray and I pay my tithes and I'm a giver. And I've never did this and I'm this and I'm that. And, like, God, and I wasn't trying to, like, make it seem like I'm, you know, I was trying to just say, like, God, I've been faithful to you and I've been good to other people. You know, like, I could be a little mean at times, but so was a couple people in the Bible. You know what I mean? So where none of us is perfect but my whole point is like I was just like God what did I do so I was trying to point out the good things in me like you don't see these good things like you've rewarded me for you rewarded me all this time and I couldn't figure it out like I was just like God what did I do wrong so I never was like oh, I can't believe you did this to me I was just like what did I do and then he wouldn't say anything he wouldn't say a word and I would sit there and I'll just be like I'm sick of asking you the same thing. Now, y'all listen. 
Don't do what I did. So I got bold. I got so bold. And if you don't believe that God is real and that he will tell you about yourself real quick, he will. And I'm going to tell you exactly what he told me one day. I remember I was waking up every day. Now, I got to this point where, like I told y'all, he didn't respond, right? By the time he did respond, you won't believe what he said to me. So, I remember all the hospitals I called. They said they couldn't give me a ride to the hospital because of COVID. So, I was just like, all right, whatever. And I was so poor, y'all. I just moved into this place. I was so poor, right? And I had, like, over $20,000, and I still I didn't even have a knife to I didn't even have a knife to cut my wrist if I wanted to, right? I I couldn't even tell you like where the money went. But my cars was getting repoed and I was out of my job really quick. And I one thing I do is I spend a lot of money on like healthy food. Like I don't eat out, but that was where most of my money was going. And then I was smoking and drinking then too. And then weed was legal in the state that I was in. And liquor store stayed open to two. So that's where most of my money went. Like, I know uh, for a fact that uh, at that time, before, like, everything ran out, like, I just, that's that's what I was doing. So even within the time of, like, my breakdown and me calling, and wanting to kill myself, like I, I know I probably was going through withdrawals because I was smoking all the time, probably even going through withdrawals from liquor. And then at this point, I couldn't escape it, you know, because I, I couldn't afford the liquor and the weed. And I started back smoking tobacco, which I ain't smoked in like 10 years. So that was that was something else that I had to deal with. Um, and it was just hard. And so I remember you guys. I called my insurance company through my job and I said, do you guys happen to give rides? Um, And the guy said, no. And I was like, I really need a ride. Like, is there any way my insurance could pay for me a taxi or anything to the hospital? And he was like, what's going on? And I was like, I want to kill myself. I don't want to live anymore. And, like, I really need a ride to the hospital because I really don't want to do it. But, I, like, I'm so close to, like, really just killing myself. Like, it had just got that bad. And, like I said, I was asking God what I did. And I'm talking about, like, he was watching me and listening to me call all these people looking for help and wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> like... I know it's still, I can laugh now, but it wasn't funny then, I can tell you that much. So he would watch me call all these people, asking for help, and he and I still ask him every day, like, Lord, what did I do? Like, how did I get into this, Lord? Like, what did I do wrong? I was trying to figure it out. And then I started questioning, like, me being there, then I was just like, nah, nah, it was too easy for, it was too easy. Like, when I say it was too easy... It was too easy of a move for her not to be God, right? And sometimes this stuff can be super confusing, guys. Like, sometimes you think you're going through stuff and you start going crazy. Like, look at, read the book of Job. Like, actually, while I'm kind of talking to you, I'm going to go through it because, like, Job was going crazy. His His wife was in his ear telling him all types of crap. 
all types of crap. I'm glad I ain't had nobody, none of my little crazy family members, because they would have they would have had me hung by God. God, but my family, they'll uh, they something else. I don't need to be talking bad about them, but they something else. But so from what I can see is Job had like what's so crazy, right? Is the book of Job, Job, Job situation started fairly from the beginning. Like they didn't just talk about him and then like on the first page of, of Job, like his first test started, right? Then he had a second one. And then he had a speech. I mean, then he had a third one. No, then his friends came. Then he had a speech. Like, I ain't going to do too much reading. But, and then, like, his friends were trying to just, like, they was a little confused, too. Like, trying to convince him that maybe he had did something wrong. And it's crazy because you, it's crazy because, like, his friends were trying to, at some point, basically make it seem like, well, dang, Job, you know, maybe you did this or maybe you did that. And Job wasn't trying to hear nothing that they had to say because when you know, and and I've been like my my situation is deep within Job, man. Like I could sympathize with him so much because I had a different situation where my family, um, they completely turned their backs on me, and I couldn't, I didn't know what happened because like the thing about people is that like they would turn their back on you, and then um won't tell you why if they're if, if they don't necessarily you know I, I i think it honestly depends on the people right um but so anyway <clears throat> job had uh went through a lot within this and he was trying to figure out um what he had did and i was too i was just like dang god like what did i do i i'm you know, I'm not perfect, but I'm faithful to you. Like, I love you. Like, I know that you love me and I, and I couldn't figure out what I did. Right. So this is for the end. So I'm going to have to make another one really quick. All right, guys. So, all right. So like I was saying, Joe, this is because I can only do 30 minutes on here. Uh, so uh, Joe was pleading with God. Right. And so there's one where Job asked God how he has sinned, you know, and then so he says, oh, God, grant me these two things and then I will be able to face you. Remove your heavy hand from me and don't terrify me with your awesome presence. Um, Now summon me and I will answer or let me speak to you. And you reply, tell me what have I done wrong? Show me my rebellion and my sin. Why do you turn away from me? Why do you treat me as your enemy? Would you terrify leaf? Blown by the wind, would you chase dry straw? You write bitter accusations against me and bring up all of my sins um, of my youth. You put my feet in the stocks. You examine all my paths. You trace all of my footprints. I waste away like rotten wood, like a moth-eaten coat, right? Now y'all listen. Excuse me. I literally was wasting away. So I got to the point where like, I, I so I called the, remember I said I called my um my insurance company and I asked them, can they give me a ride? And they were telling me no. And I was telling them like, like this is why I need the ride, I need some help because like I want to get myself whatever. And so they said, well, let me get you over to a nurse. um, And so we can try to see, you know, just to try to help, right? 
And so she was trying to give me advice, like, you can do this and you can do that. And I was like, look, I've already called 211. I've already did this. Like, the only thing that has stopped me is I'm too poor. And I didn't even think, like, I had got, like, yeah, I got that bad. I didn't even go buy anything for my new apartment that I was already kicked out of. So, like, literally, I paid the first month, obviously, when I moved in. And by the second month, it was a wrap. Like, that's crazy, right? And so, um, and that's never happened to me, by the way. I've always been responsible with my bills. Um, And so she said, um, well, we can do this. And she's just trying to talk to me. And I'm talking to her. And then I just break down. Like, this is the first time that I've, like, I I was over there whining and saying, God, I just, you know, what did I do? And he didn't say nothing. You know, so eventually, like, my heart hardened towards him. And I was like, well, forget you then. And I ain't telling y'all to treat y'all like this, but this is where I was at. Like, when you get to that point where you just don't care no more, like, you don't care no more. Like, literally, like, it would have you, look, look, it would have you, look, <clears throat> I ain't gonna even tell you. That's between you and God whenever, if, 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 if you ever have your job season. Um, But, yeah, so I was just like, Phew whatever with you, like, all right, you ain't responding to me. I'm going to quit talking to you, you know? So the lady, she was trying to help me out and she was trying to, and I I broke down I was just crying and I was just like, I just don't want to live anymore. I was like, if I wake up tomorrow, I swear I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to go outside and find something to kill myself with. And they're just like, oh, calm down. Like, so she called me every day because I told her, I was like, she was like, well, you know, have you, what else? And I was trying to, she was trying to, you know, like help me respond resources and I was like look my phone's gonna be off tomorrow like I can only accept incoming calls this lady called me every day she called me every day and then she called 211 and all these other people on three-way and let me do my therapy set like she called me every day so he had he didn't forget about me right but he just stopped responding he didn't forget about me and through this whole time like i just knew my life was over right i'm just like i'm going to die my mind was made up every day i woke up i was pissed i mean y'all you wouldn't believe it every day i woke up i was mad as heck i said i as soon as i opened my eyes i was mad i woke up with an attitude I was waiting on the nurse to call me back so I could get mad and then they could call someone else and I could get even more mad. Like it was a pattern of just being angry. Like I was prepared to do that. I had to take my anger and frustration out on somebody. And then when they would hang up and all of it was done, I would sleep because I, I couldn't do anything else. You know, so I would go and I would go to sleep and I just would sleep. I slept so much. I didn't eat. I barely drank because I, I didn't want to drink the faucet water talk about privilege, right? Never really drank faucet water. So I was used to bottled water. So, and the water there was just disgusting. So I just refused. So I didn't use the bathroom because I wasn't eating or drinking anything. I literally just slept my life away. And so um, she, she still called me every day and it would be the same old story. And I thought that at some point she would get tired of hearing me say how mad I was that I woke up. So it'd be like, Hey, Adrena, how are you doing? I'm pissed. But what's wrong today? I said, I told you yesterday, if I woke up today, I was going to be mad and I would wake up and I would be like, God, you think I'm playing with you? Like, you think I'm playing? You know, like, who did I think I was to ask him if he thought I was playing with him? Like, this is how bad and this is how deep it was for me. Like, 
I literally, it's, I guess you could say I thought I was calling the shots, sending little mini threats about what I was going to do, right? And I guess he got so fed up with me. One day I said, oh, you think I'm playing? All right. I was like, just wait. I'm going to find something and I'm going to kill myself. And I didn't care if I went to hell or not, right? I just, I was fed up. Like I'm telling y'all, it got so bad for me. I ain't never. And I and and then I couldn't even talk to my family, you know, because I didn't have no phone. And then it was so crazy because I had ended up getting a new phone. So when my um when my old phone had shut down, even my social media, I didn't I never knew the password to it because I just I forgot. And it and I think it was linked to like one of my really old uh, emails because you know Facebook came out I think in like maybe what 2000 like 13 14 or something I don't know something like that Facebook came out a while ago so it's been a minute so like I got a new email since it first came out it was the same page but like a new email since and I just never updated any of my information so when that phone went out so did everything else. So I had to start all over every it was just terrible. And so the whole time my family <coughs> They're like, we knew you were okay, but we just thought like that you didn't want to be bothered with us. Like, you know, we didn't, we knew that you didn't like nothing happened to you because like my my family is spiritual and they know that God would have let them know, right? But he sure didn't tell them about the hell I was going through because boy, I'm trying to tell you. He kept that a secret. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gonna tell them later, but right now I just got to, you know, whatever, whatever. But I was mad. I was mad and I wasn't just like, God, you did this and you did this, but I was just like, what did I do? Like, I was trying to figure it out. Like, what did I do? Like, is this a lesson? Like, it, like, is you mad at me? Like, tell me something. Like, this ain't cool. So anyway, when I got to the point when I was waking up and I was like, oh, you think I'm playing? And I was talking smack, you know? And the, and the nurse, when she was calling me, like, it was good to get that human interaction. But at the same time, it just made me like even more upset because I had to tell every time I did therapy, I had to tell somebody else to, and I would just break down every time because I was constantly reminding myself of what I was going through. And then the worst part about it is God wouldn't say nothing. He would sit there and let me tell my story over and over. He would sit there and let me talk all the smack about how I was going to kill myself and how he, I mean, I was talking smack. I'm surprised he just didn't come down there and be like, say something else. I'm going to say one more word. Like, I'm surprised he didn't come down and just boop, 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 boop me himself. Like, I'm not even kidding, right? And so I remember one day I was talking, so I guess he... Y'all listen, I seen this video where somebody said, God get tired too, and it cracked me up. And let me tell you, he must have been extremely tired of me. Because I said, You think I'm playing? I said, All right, wake me up tomorrow and see what happened. I bet you I kill myself. And I ain't heard from this dude in weeks. Ain't said a word. I've been begging. I've been starving. I've been pleading. I've been stealing. I've been sleep. I've been depressed. I'm over here in and out of consciousness, right? Don't know what day it is half of the time until somebody called me, right? Not kidding. And so he finally says, I dare you to. He said, if you do it, it ain't going to do nothing because I'm going to send you right back. And then you're going to have to explain to everybody why you tried to kill yourself. So go ahead. 
And I was just like, what? Like, you heard what I said? And if you know anything about God, he do not like repeating himself. He don't. I don't care. He do not like that. And if you know him, you know him. And if if you think he do, I don't know what God you serving. Because the God that I serve and, and half of the other, 90% of the world, we know he don't like to repeat himself. He said, you heard what I said. I dare you to. And it's so crazy because, like, people have a hard time with discerning if it's them or if it's God. But you would never say that to yourself. You would never say that to yourself. So, you know, you have to. And, and it's, it's built off relationship, too. Like, having that relationship with God is just not given easily like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's in my opinion, I would say. And so he told me that if I killed myself, that I would not die and he was going to send me back and I was going to have to explain to the whole world because you know everybody going to find out. Your family going to find out. You think they talk about you now. Everybody going to know. And then you're going to have to explain to them. And that's the worst part. Like killing yourself and cowering out and then, you know, getting to the gates and then me telling you if I'm going to let you in or not. I mean, that's just between you and me and everybody else, who, you know. But down there is a whole nother story. And I just sat and I was just like, dang. And it made me think, right? Like, he not playing with me. And so then I started to be like, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what I did. Nothing. Stop talking to me. Like, I guess he just was like, I was just so tired of hearing your mouth. You're sending threats, and you I don't know who you thought you was talking to. So I'm, I just came down here to let you know that you can try it if you want to. You keep talking slick. I'll show you, right? So I ain't going to lie. Like, that right there, that got me together all the way. Like, mentally, it got me together. It made me reevaluate, like, the way I was talking to him, like, I was still mad, you know what I mean? But, like, after that, I, I honestly started looking at things differently because I was just like, dang, that's off the table. Like, so I can't, okay, so I'm going to have to find another way, you know? And I was just like, all right, fine. So at some point, I'm still going through this progress, this process of, like, sleeping, you know? Like, I didn't got the, the suicide out of my head because I one thing I know about God is he don't be, I'm, listen, he don't be playing. Like, I know I was talking to Matt because I was mad, but that's all he had to say. And I repented. I was trying to take half of that stuff back. I never, I still never was like, why'd you do this to me? I was just like, I, I was just trying to figure out, like, what I did. Like, dang, you know? And so, y'all, days had went by. He still didn't say nothing to me after that. And then uh, I remember I was laying in the bed, and let me tell you one thing about our God. He is so great. He's so smart. He's so everything in this world, and without him, we are nothing. Let me tell you what he did. So, like, it's so funny because, like, I was like, dang. I kind of thought of it as, like, this is his way of apologizing for putting me through all that crap, right? (laughs) Let me go through all that stuff. And showing me that he understood, but at the same time, like he didn't like things things didn't get better, but there was change. You know, I mean they didn't change, but they started to it was different, right? So I remember one day and y'all I was look 
now if you know that I was talking crazy to him, that just shows you how ignorant that I could be. I think anyone, depending on how upset you get, when you when you decide that, you know, if you, when you make up your mind that God doesn't care about you and that you're going to do whatever you want to do, believe me, you won't even recognize you. And so, look, I was laying in the bed, right, mad. I already didn't talk to the nurse and everything else, so now I'm just in there miserable, hungry, tired, depressed, stressed out. I done lost 10, about 10 pounds in, I don't, in about a week. You know, like, yeah, it just got that bad. And I remember I was asleep. Went back to sleep at the nurse call. She called me every morning. as so, uh, She'd clock in and literally called me about 15 minutes after her shift every single day, right? And so I remember I was asleep and I heard this noise. And God knows how ignorant I am, but guess what? He don't even care. He don't care. He wanted me up and he wanted me out that bed. And I'm listening and I heard this noise. It was waking me up and I got so frustrated. I'm just like, and I started listening again and I'm like, I know that ain't no bird. I said, I know dang well. I didn't been here for months. I said, I know that ain't no bird. Ain't no bird ever came on this porch. And and I'm just like, because my window was right next to the front door. So, like, it was crazy. And I kind of tried to sleep through it, but I couldn't because it just kept making this noise. And I tried to sleep through it, and I couldn't because it just kept making this noise. And I got up, and I was so mad. I said, get off of my door. Like, what? It, like I'm trying to sleep, and you over here chirping. Like, ain't nothing good about today. And he wouldn't leave. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get this bird to go away. He's just making noise and making noise, y'all. It was just ridiculous. I was so, I'm so, I got, I was, I'm so ignorant. I got mad. And so I went and I opened the door and he flew away. So I shut the door and I laid back down. The bird came back, bruh. And I just said, ain't no way. I said, ain't no way. Ain't no way, you know, so I'm just trying to figure out, like, why is he here? Like, okay, it's super hot outside. Maybe that's it. But then I'm looking around and all the other birds is outside on top of the roof and chilling. Like, he's the only one who seems to, like, be affected by the weather or something. Because why are you here? And it was just so weird. And it was just like, I'm never fast forward, dog, because this is going to trip you out. So the next day, right? Get off the phone with the nurse. And I'm just, my routine is simple. Nurse call, sleep. Nurse call, sleep. Because I know I ain't about to eat probably more than likely. Like, who knows? I got to get up the courage and the strength to actually walk to the store and then build the courage to actually steal from these people. You know, and I was so scared because I'm not a thief. You know what I mean? But I had to eat. Like, I ain't had no tissue. I ain't had no food. Like, I didn't have no water. Like, I didn't have nothing, you know? Like, like I'm talking about, y'all, look, I'm embarrassed about it. I, I was not anymore, but so... um you know that that was my that was my day to day thing is if I had the courage and the strength to actually get out the bed because physically I just didn't have the strength and then I was angry and I just I was depressed I wanted to sleep like that fed my body you know for a couple of days and then eventually I would actually get up go to the stove steal from them come back eat it and then I would you know still enough that it last me about a day or two and I would go another day or two without nothing. And that's how I was, that's one of the reasons why it's easy for me to fast, because 
I didn't have some days where I didn't starve, man. And y'all, the bird came back. Then he came back the next day. And so I started to think at some point, because I was like, he's never come here. I was just like, why is this bird coming here, right? And so the first day, it was about 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you know? And then the second day, I think it was about the third day that I realized that this bird had a schedule because he came at the same time. Like I would, I would, that my phone would ring. I would talk to the nurse. I would go back to sleep. And next thing you know, he pulling back up. And at some point, like, I remember like the third day, right? I got out the bed and my, when I got out the bed this time, I was kind of like, happy to see him because I was just like why is he coming back here like it was so I was super shocked like I was just like what is it about my apartment that this bird likes because and he would just sit on like the the night light the uh the, the outside light for like hours just sit there and the third day he sat there and I kind of sat on my windowsill and we just kind of looked at each other like he was there to keep me company it was the crazy and he came every day y'all at the same time I'm not kidding like I'm not playing and so you know I started to do my research I started I had to because I was just like I needed to figure out what it was about pigeons what it was about birds and why they do what they do and I was trying to figure out who sent this bird like he ain't just coming up here every day and it was the same bird no, it was the same bird, y'all. And we kind of like, I remember that third day, we just was looking at each other. And I was just like, what is it? Like, why are you here? And I remember reading, right, that like people in your family, like your loved ones will, um, I'm not sure if this is a myth or not, but it had me sold how they would, uh, how they would enter into, um, ask God for permission to enter into the bird to do whatever it is that they need to do. But I thought about that and I was sold on it, you know, but I was also sold on the fact that God knew that he just needed to, that one thing that was going to irritate me, that's going to get me up out the bed because I'm telling you, that's all I would do. And so this happened for about two weeks, maybe three, that this bird came to my house every day. So I had a routine now, and now I had something to look forward to. So then I started reading on like things I could do for the bird because then I started to just look at him differently. Like he was there to save my life. He was there to to help me you know what I mean God knows that I love animals and he knows that I'm spiritual so he knows that I would have connected like that changed my insight you know so I wasn't at the point where I'm understanding and I'm realizing what's going on here like I'm not there yet but I'm getting there I'm just like dang God like all right so I started doing my research about birds and then see y'all do y'all research I ain't gonna get too deep into it but you know he he sent this bird and this bird literally saved me because like I got up out the bed eventually and I just was so happy to see him and you know he was happy to see me too he even brought a friend and it was a girl and I know it was because I could tell the difference between the male pigeons and the female pigeons right and so he would sit on the same spot and she would just sit on the railing and they would just sit for hours and so I would sit in the windowsill and that's what we would do 
And I would just still try to figure out what was going on, you know, still just like, okay, things got to get better, right? Things got to get better, right? You know, and so let me tell y'all, eventually they did, right? So I remember um, one of the days, so this was before, um, this is before the nurse called me and this is before my friend came my little bird. And um, I remember I heard some footsteps and I said, now I know, I know, I know, I said, I don't know nobody. I know there is no reason for nobody. And I heard, I heard the truck pull up, you know, and I was just like, dang, you know, it kind of woke me up because my, my window's right by the front door. So I heard somebody come up my stairs and they knocked on the door and I'm just like, oh my God, you know, like I kind of didn't want to even get up and answer because I don't, what's what you here for? You know, I, you know, y'all know I wasn't in, a, in my right mind. I wasn't, I wasn't who I am. You know, I was, I was, I was out of it. And so I went to the door and the dude was like, it's FedEx. And I was just like, what do you want? I didn't order anything. He's like, ma'am, are you so-and-so? And I was like, yeah. He was just like, okay, then. And he gave me whatever it was and he left. So I'm just like, I didn't even order nothing. Y'all, let me tell you. I opened up the envelope. And it was a check. Now, remember I told you that my car had got repo. One of them got repo before I could even pay the first note. Now, I don't know what that's about, right? And the crazy part about this is I ain't even never had no repo on my credit or nothing. So God is so freaking good. Like, let me tell you how good he is, right? So even though he took all them cars from me, I ended up getting another one. And it was better. Newer year, all of that. So, like, restoration is coming, right? And so, and that's another word I want to do. Isaiah 48, 8, I think. Um, but so that was another thing. I was just like, God, you know, let me tell y'all. Y'all know, y'all know I was broke. Y'all know I was just still in Isaiah 49, 8. Promises of Israel restoration. So y'all know I was broke. I ain't had no money. I had nothing. When I opened up that thing and it was a check in there, I almost, and I was trying to figure out like, dang, and it was from the car company who repoed my car that had to give me my money back. The down payment that I put, yes, y'all, it was, I said, Lord, let me tell y'all, I got up so quick. It was about 105 degrees outside. I got up so quick, y'all. I took a shower, put some gel in my hair, curled it because I had a couple of dollars. I was feeling myself. I'm trying to tell you, the first thing I did, I had to walk to the bank. I had to walk. It was over a mile. It was over 100 degrees outside, living in Arizona, and I had to walk to the bank to cast this check. And when I tell you, I walked in that bank like that check was a billion, quadrillion, one billion, a zillion, a million dollars. You would have thought that I pulled up in a Rose Royce, a Bentley, and um, whatever else you want to think all put together. Like you would have thought that I rolled up like I was royalty. And the check, look, the check was less than $500, okay? Because I had to take out money for the mileage that I put on the car, but who cares? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was like, all right, now, God, my stealing days is over. Because, look, that look, now, it, it, it wasn't that much, but I stretched the heck out that money. I said, I got to go back to work. I still had a job, but my doctor was telling me, like, it ain't a good idea. Like, you, your best bet is to stay home and let's get surgery on this leg. But after that, I said, uh, I said, no, 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 no. I said, no, I, I just couldn't take it no more. Like, 
I could not take it no more. But let me tell y'all, like, God's in that bird to come to my house every day and that nurse to call me every day. Like, y'all might think that it's just this little pigeon, right? No. He was so good. I even went out and bought pigeon food. Like, it got to the point that, like, and let me tell y'all something, right? So I didn't got my stuff together now. Like, so now I didn't got this check. I stretched the mess out that check. Let me tell you, I went and got my phone back on. I bought me some ramen noodles. That was dinner every single day for about two weeks, right? Because I had to make that money last. And then I had to wait for me to get paid again. So I had no car. I had to figure out that. So I started, so I, I took some of that money I was using. I was Ubering home. And y'all, let me tell you about pride because that has a lot to do with it too. And I'm going to have to make another part because this is where it's going to get into like the whole reason why I went through the things that I went through, you know, and it wasn't because God didn't care about me. It was because that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. Like sometimes you don't even see what's really going on, you know, the things that you're doing, the bad habits that you really have because you're distracted by this world and all the things that are going on in it, you know what I mean? And it will literally suck you dry. So I ended up taking that check, y'all, and I ended up going back to work. I was Ubering. I couldn't catch the bus because I didn't know my way around like that. But I was Uber and it was it was so crazy because like God had me already set up when I even first moved there. My job was already less than a mile, you know, but it was just like a, it was a lot. You know, it was less than two miles. So it was about one point nine miles or one point seven or something like that. But it used to be so high that it was not healthy to walk in that, you know, in that condition. I mean, I got asthma, so I just didn't think, so I Ubered anyway, so it would cost me about six, seven dollars to Uber every day, right? That ain't bad. And so then I got to the point, I was like, dang, uh, I was trying to find an Uber and I couldn't at work and I had to ask one of my friends, uh, this dude that I know, he, we wasn't really friends, but we became friends after this. I mean, I would never forget him and I would never forget the help uh, that he gave me. And I always say that the day that God blesses me to do what it is that he has called me to do and I'm financially able to uh, bless him, that's exactly what I'm going to do because this man, if he couldn't take me home or he couldn't pick me up, he was setting up rides for me. Like when I tell you, like when God put people in your life that are good, you will know that they are good. Like he, he would be like, all right, I ain't going to be able to take you home tonight. Cause I'm leaving, but I got someone. So they're going to be waiting at the door. You better not leave. Cause I'd have been talked to one of my other friends and got in the car with them. And they didn't get me right. He's like, nope, I got them set up for you. Don't leave. He's going to take you home, whatever, whatever. And most of the time, the other people that was giving me rides, they had intentions on trying to hit on me and stuff like that. His intentions were more of like, no, and then he knew exactly what I was going through. I'm like, man, I lost my job. I mean, not my job. That was the only thing I did have, but physically I couldn't go. And I was like, I just told him I lost everything. Like I got to the point where I just wanted to die. Like I laid in the bed for weeks and I would rot mentally, physically. Like when God stopped responding to me, I was just like, fine, I don't want to talk to you anyway. So I stopped, you know, it was just a nasty, ugly situation. Um, But he 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 fixed it all like he fixed it all and I, I I got like he fixed it all like man I came out so much better and you know 
I've, I used to always say, God blesses me financially. You know, I would do whatever I wanted with my money. And I remember telling my sister, like, man, I got to do better because God just gives me money and I just do what I want with it. And I know that it's something else that I'm supposed to be doing. And I feel like I'm taking the love and the grace and what he's given me for granted, you know, because I would get to the point where I would pay my tithes and then I wouldn't pay my tithes. And I was one day paying my tithes in the weeks so I wasn't paying my tithes or I was, you know, paying my tithes. And then somebody at the church would be like, y'all need to do this. And I'd be like, I don't want to get in my money because they shouldn't ask us to do that. It ain't our responsibility. You know, have an opinion. And like when God tell you to pay, what what they do with it is between them and God. It ain't got nothing to do with you. When he tell you to do something, you just need to do it. So I'm going to make one more of these. It's my time. So, um, so this is the third part of the, of these episodes that I'm making. I only get 30 minutes. Uh, but so... He was, I was, what was I saying? Dang, I got, I'm sorry, y'all. I got kind of sidetracked a little bit by uh, the upload. I was saying that, like, you know, when God tells you to do something, um, that you need to do it and you need to be obedient. And I started this, I started this video off with saying, like, I haven't been, you know, as far as this, like, I have been faithfully paying my tithes and, you know, trying to read more. And it's so crazy, right? Because, I'm in the, I'm in this, I'm at the point where I've been asking God to uh, show me my purpose. And I've moved again, guys, to a different state since I've been through that. And then, like, it did not end there. Like, so God, for he restored my finances. I'll say that, right? But then I was still fighting with my apartment complex about this money that they stole. And they was trying to make it seem like I didn't pay, but my job had my back. Like, no, we sent the money directly to them. Here we got the receipt, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're not trying to hear none of that. So that was a whole nother thing, right? So that was a good part about that. So then I, I'm like, okay, so I knew that I had to leave where I was living and I couldn't find a place, right? So... And now I had, now I'm back on medical leave. I ain't been to work in nine months. I'm fighting unemployment. Now I didn't, I failed to mention this too, but throughout the whole time when I'm trying to get a uh, medical leave, I'm trying to get unemployment, like I'm trying to get somebody, some type of funds, you know what I mean? Uh, so I could be able to pay my bills because the doctor told me like, you cannot go to work. Like you're lit. Who, like this could be bad. We don't really know. It's just not a good, you know, whatever. So anyways, even within this process, so now I'm back out of work, right? Um, and I'm just like, dang, God, what am I going to do? Like, you know, but I had a little more faith this time now. Like, now this time, so like, and that's the thing. Like, this time I'm like, I'm not going back through that. He Like, he's already told me. He's already told me that you will never go through that again, right? So I knew that I wasn't going to go through that again. Like I knew and I had faith and I, and like we had that, that hurdle that we had and I, you know, that little alt we had, I got over it. I asked for forgiveness. I'm pretty sure he has forgave me. And so we moved on past that. Right. And I was just like, okay. And so I was just like, you know, God, I don't know what to do. And so I, I, I fast and I just kept fasting. And I, every time I turn around, if I didn't like something, I'm fasting. Oh, this ain't going right. I'm fasting. I went to the bank 
they ain't get, I, I'm fasting. I go to the store, they ain't got what I want. Oh, I need fast. Like, I was one of the reasons. I was like the fast queen. I'm telling you, I found every reason to fast. I will fast so quick. Oh, no, I'm fasting. Like, some days I would just wake up and be like, if I didn't eat for like three or four hours, I'm fasting. And I just would fast because I did not know what else to do. I was just like, I have to depend on you. Like, if, if like I just had to. I just had to. I didn't want to fight those battles by myself no more. Like, I didn't want to get to that point where I, we weren't talking to each other. And we, because he was like, I'm going to win. Like, you could turn your nose up all day long. He knew he was going to win. So he didn't have to say nothing. That's why he sit there and let me go through all that stuff I was going through. Let me talk all that smack and, and just didn't say nothing. I mean, God will watch you struggle. And you'll be like, Lord, like, what you want me to do? God, he won't say nothing. Ask, listen to some people's testimony. They be like, I was begging out the guy. He wouldn't even respond. Yes. Because sometimes you need to figure out things by yourself. And the other times you have to have faith. Both. You have to depend on both of those. Like, he wants you to call on him, but he actually wants you to have faith. And faith without works is dead. So if you just one day wake up and be like, oh, God's going to bless me, and then he blesses you the next day, like, it happens, but it doesn't happen like that all the time. Like, he's God's a giver, but, like, he just don't be giving people stuff. Like, you got to work for stuff. Like, literally. Like, it don't be no joke. Like, he's a giver, but it's going to be on his time. You know, and so that's something I had to realize too. Um, and but that just comes with like a better understanding. Um, but so I had I was I was back in a bad situation, but it wasn't that bad. Like I had some money coming in. I still had like I still was fighting with about my rent. Now I'm I'm fighting with unemployment still, fighting with the medical people with my job still, but you know, things are better, right? I, I'm not going back to where I came from. Me and God, we didn't, we didn't got over that and we're going to be all right. And so, you know, eventually y'all things just start falling together for me. Right. But I couldn't find no place to live. And I said, God, and I started thinking like, now y'all, this is where I really started thinking, right? Because remember how I told you about people in the Bible, how they traveled all the time. And, I, and you know, the worst part is they had to travel by feet. Lord have mercy, donkeys and horses. So I just pray and thank God for the cars and the transportation that he has provided us with. Because, whoa, you know what I mean? And so I just was like, God, what am I going to do? And one thing I know about God is that, like, if ain't no doors opening, and sometimes you have to think for yourself, right? Because I was seeing all these messages and all these things about traveling and leaving. And then I was just already saying, like, once I leave here, I was like, after this, after my lease is up here, like, I'm moving to Texas. Like, I kept saying it and I kept saying it and I kept saying it, right? But then when I couldn't find nowhere else to go in Arizona, I'm like, God, what am I going to do? And you know, he told me, because I was like, show me a sign. He's like, I'm not doing that. You already know. And I'm just be like, dang, <laughs> I'm just looking for reconfirmation. Like, you know, just confirming, making sure we're on the same page. Cause you know, when we wasn't talking a couple weeks ago, like that was bad. So I was just trying to make sure that like we, cause I don't want to do something. Look, I ain't trying to go. And he was like, I already told you, you ain't, you ain't going through that again. And I was like, yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, listen, y'all, coming up out of that is like coming from up out of coma, man. And you don't know, and you just don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's how that was for me. And so, like, it was deep. It was so, 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 so deep. And so I said, Lord, I don't want to make another move without you. And he said, I've already told you. I'm not going to repeat myself. And I was just like, dang. And it comes off kind of harsh, but it is what it is, right? One thing that I know about him is that he loves me. And I know that that God doesn't like to repeat himself um, because he shouldn't have to. Like, you heard what I said. Especially when you, like, for the people who are like, don't know, like, oh, Lord, is that you? And he's like, yeah. It is, you know, that's different. But like when you know and he know that you know, he ain't finna repeat himself. I don't care who you is. And so um, I was just like, dang, you know, okay, whatever. So I wanted him to like, let me dream of a billboard. He like, no, we ain't doing that. You know, you can't, are there any apartments available? Is anyone trying to rent to you? Okay, it's time to go. You cannot stay there. And then, like, the worst part is there was no opportunity, right? I wasn't meeting nobody. There was no milk and honey. That's what's promised. Like, after restoration, what did he promise the Israelites? Okay, you know what I mean? So there was no milk and honey where I was. There was no milk. There was no honey. It was no bread. It was barely water. Cause it rained once a year. So like it was tight, you know, so I knew that it was time for me to go, but I still just kept putting in effort. Like, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about, I'm looking at apartment at apartment. Some places I, I pull up to them like, nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. 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 And then I went to God and I said, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I'm I'm not trying to feel like I'm better. And, and if, if you have to humble me and I have to live somewhere worse than I was just living, I would do it. But I just, I would, he was like, I've already told you. Like the door, ain't no doors opening in there for you, right? I'm like, all right. So, y'all, nah, now, now it's so crazy because, like, I feel like I'm back to square one, right? So I'm leaving again. Put all my stuff in my car again. A pocket full of money again. Like he has restored me financially. I had more money this time than I did when I left Minnesota and went to Arizona. I'll just put it like that. So. I'm, I called this place and I'm like, yeah, you know, so I've already checked out some places in Arizona, I mean, in Texas that I wanted to live at. And can y'all believe every place that I applied for, it was always something. I'm like, dang, my credit is good. My rental history is good. What did I do? What did I do? You know what I'm saying? Like now what? So I had to stay in the hotel. So I said, dang, man, like, I thought I wasn't going to go, you know, through nothing else. And he was like, no, nah, I said you weren't going to be broke no more. I didn't say, like, and that's one thing, like, when having these situations with God, like, it wasn't that I wasn't going to face another, I wasn't going to never go through anything else. Like, no, he wasn't, no, no, that ain't what I said, you know, and there's been so many things where, like, he's told me things and I'd be like, oh, I thought, and it's like, no, that's not, nah, I don't see how you thought that because that ain't what I said. Like, you can't assume that you know what I'm saying if you really don't know. Don't assume. You got to be for sure. And so I was just like, all right, well, whatever, you know. So now I'm in this hotel, right, fighting for my life. Y'all, look, I'm arguing with everybody that work in there but about two people, and it ain't me. It ain't me. 
it's the manager sitting there and knock on my door asking me for this, trying to overcharge me. Then I'm fighting because I can't get no sheets. Now, y'all know I didn't have none, so don't even start. I couldn't get no new sheets. I couldn't get no broom. And I ain't never went to no hotel and had to bring a broom and a mop, you know. And so I was at this extended stay for what, three, almost four months. And every day y'all, I'm praying to God, God, please bless me with an apartment. Now, listen here, it's so crazy, right? Because when I left, I still had my job and I remember my job called me and they said, you have to figure something out because you've been on leave for like nine months and we can't hold your position. I said, well, fire me then if you think you can because my I got a doctor's note. I said, so go ahead and fire me. I dare you to, right? But listen how good God is. So it was. It had probably been about a week and I'm over here fighting for my life. I hadn't even left yet, right? So I'm in the parking lot one day um, and I just came out of DSW and God had, he had did something up in there that was so cold, y'all. Like everything that was happening, I was just giving him the glory because he knows about the things that I like. And he was, he was coming through for me, but at the same time, like, you know, like things are getting better and I'm happy that you smiling, but it ain't over. Like the fight ain't over. Right. And so, um, my job calls me back, y'all, and they were like, all right, and I've been, it's probably been about a week since they called me and told me, you know, they're going to have to let me go, and I'm like, all right, well, go ahead, because now I'm going to see you, so go ahead and do what you got to do if that's what you feel like you got to do, okay, cool, that's just one more person that I'm going to go down here and file these papers against, because I was not playing with nobody. Um, and then especially with the fact that it's been Corona, I'm sick. I'm trying, like I'm trying, but I'm fighting with the medical company, even give me paid medical leave, like for nine months that all this is going on, I'm fighting, you know what I'm saying? Calling people, people hanging up, they telling me, no, this is happening. Like I'm trying to get emergency assistance, this medical, like it just was bad. Right. And so they called me back and said, okay, looks like, uh, there's a remote position that you can work since you can't stand to work in the warehouse. There's a remote position that you can work. Right. And I said, really? And they were like, yeah. So, um, put your application in there. We're going to send them an email. Um, and then, you know, do our best, do whatever we can to get you that position. Since you're internal, you would just have to transfer from a different position. Right. I said, well, look, I'm going to go to Texas because like, I don't got nowhere to live. Like my lease is up. You know, I'm finna be pretty much homeless. Like, I don't know what else to do at this point. They're like, okay, go to Texas. Still put in that application, right? Y'all, let me tell you how God, how good God is. So look, I'm in this hotel, and it ain't, it ain't really, it ain't really what I wanted it to be because I'm fighting with these people every single day, right? And so I remember, um, I wake up, I get this email about an interview. I'm like, okay. You know, so I get the email about the interview. I did the interview and my sister, she works for the same company too. And so we're both down there. Um, we're both down there. I mean, we're I'm on the phone with her and I'm like, hey, you know, um, I just don't know. Like, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this job. Like, I'm just really scared. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't know what to do. And she's like, oh, you're going to get it. Don't worry. And then she was like, you know, my family's a big believer in God. She's like, girl, you just got to have some faith. And I'm just like, you know, I don't know if this is what God wants me to do anymore. 
you know, because like I knew that I had a purpose. I've had prophets, people I didn't even know tell me things about my life that I knew were true because my spirit would connect and I would break down because I knew that it was true. Like I knew and I've always known. Right. So I was just like, I don't know if that's what God wants me to do anymore and so i know that I've, i always say like god if that's what you want like i've always said that i'm not ever mad when i lose a job or when things don't go right for me like when i don't have any understanding like that job season that was different because he wasn't talking to me but any other time like if you lose a job or something like that it's because he has something better if you have to go through something it's because something better is on the other end because you have to be built for strength because we are not fighting against flesh. We are fighting against spirit. So you have to know that when things don't go your right, you can't be like, God, you did this. You have to start rebuking those spirits. You have to start rebuking those things that are happening. You have to ask God to break those chains and come in and intercede for you because I'm telling you, they will break you down like a fraction, how you land in the bed waiting on the bird to come save your life. Like that's how bad it is. You know, so I remember um, my sister was telling me, like, no, they're going to get a job. I guess internally. And I've been with them for years at this point. So I was just like, yeah. But I was just like, I just don't know if this is what God wants me to do anymore. You know, so I did the interview and they they finally called me back and was like, yeah, you got the job. Then I had to tell them that I'm not even in that state anymore. And I was just like, dang. And I and a, and a part of me was just didn't want to work no more. You know, a part of me was trying. I really, all my life, I've always wanted to know what my purpose was. I never really put that much effort into figuring out, but I've always wanted to know. And um, so I was just like, man, you know, I, I just, I was afraid that that wasn't going to work. And, and, and so for months, you know, as I'm like, asking them on my hey first I just said it was temporary but I knew I was never going back to Arizona because that's just not the place for me you know so I knew that I was never going back to live there I just knew that um I knew I was never going back to home to Minnesota either you know like I just knew that um and so like when I got to Texas I felt good but I was still like man I'm in this hotel and y'all for months and so look I, I was super fasting in there because the devil was coming in like I'm trying to tell you like he was in my room one night I felt his presence okay and like I knew that I had to get up out of it and I was praying like, God, like when? And I remember one day I just started crying. I'm like, man, Lord, I've been through everything. Like I've, I've been through everything. Like I'm fighting and I'm tired. I told him I'm tired. I said, I want to be out of this hotel. Like I've been putting in effort. I've been finally got, they didn't call me back and tell me I got the job, you know? So literally I had to basically start in the hotel, but then guess what? The internet wasn't compatible. I'm like, I'm going to lose this job. And it's like, and I wasn't thinking like, God, dang, you know, I was just like, if, if this ain't what you want from me, okay, cool. Because I ain't finna, I didn't want to work anyway. So I was just like, look, if that's what you want, like not, I didn't want to work, but like, I was tired of working for people. I still am. You know what I mean? Like it ain't for everybody. You know, some people, they, they love being at their job for 40 years. Me, I, 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 I normally don't last pass about a year and a half. It's just how I am. <laughs> so anyways, you know, uh, 
I was just like, dang, man, if they one thing and this another, but I was just like, all right, God, you know, but I kept myself busy. This time you ain't going to come. I, I did not allow, like, the devil, he was trying to creep in on me, y'all, and I was karate chopping him. I was in the gym. I was praying. I was fasting. I was reading my Bible. I mean, I was doing so much. Like, every time he tried to come through, the, he tried, listen, listen, he had me in the hallway one day fighting with the general manager of the hotel. Like, she about to call the police on me because she don't speak English. English, and I'm not trying to come at nobody, but this is, it was a language barrier. And I was just like, you need like, hi, it just, y'all can just imagine. It don't make no sense. If you barely speak English, like, come on now. You know what I mean? So it just, and so she wasn't understanding me. I wasn't understanding her. She was trying to tell me that I owed about something that I had already paid. And it was just a misunderstanding, but it was a burden on me. You know what I mean? It was just like, dang, man, every time I turned around, I'm telling you, I'll go down there. Can I get, uh, can I get some uh, towels? Well, right, right now we're busy. I don't care how busy you are. Like it was just terrible. I'm paying $400 a week. And you telling me you too busy to give me some sheets or you going to give them to me when or this or that and I would never get them. Like, it was just terrible, right? So every day I was just like, God, man, why am I going through this? Or they it just was something like just little stupid things, you know, just little stupid things that like, and I just was like, dang, man. And I was trying to figure it out because I'm like, I'm not this mean, nasty person that like, you know, you bump into the wrong person and then how you listen, you know, let me tell y'all something. The Bible, if you read about the Bible, ain't nobody in the Bible like no real punk. Like maybe some serpents, you know what I'm saying? But even some of them, like people be like, oh, you're a Christian. That don't mean nothing. And I'm not a Christian. I'm a child of God. Okay, I don't know nothing about none of that. I know that I'm a child of God. I know that I'm a believer. I know that I'm a follower. I know that he's my father. I know that he's king, the ruler, the almighty, the creator. I know that. All of that Christianity stuff, I don't want no parts in it because it's too much, there's too much that comes with it. You know, I want the basic love. I want, I just, I just want what God has for me. I want to fulfill my purpose and I want to get on. That's all I'm trying to do here, you know, but like, it just, y'all, it was terrible. It was terrible, and I couldn't figure it out. I said, dang, God, man, like, and I couldn't figure it out. I said, I just can't. This ain't who I am. I'm not I'm not the person who I normally look, could walk into a place, don't know nobody in there. By the end of the night, I'm friends with everybody. Everybody, went, we all finna meet up and go have brunch. Like, I'm used to those type of encounters, but I think that's mainly where I'm from. You know what I mean? And I'm from Minnesota where we're nice and the people, and that's just how it is. Like, you know, it's just different. And so um, I had to, I had to adjust, you know, to like some of the states not being that supportive. And I wasn't used to that, you know what I mean? Um, and so, uh, like I said, you know, I was, I was fasting all the time. And uh, so I had got to the point where like the internet didn't work. And so y'all had almost slipped back into depression, right? So I called my job and I was like, look, I got to start over. I said, I'm at this hotel. I said, if there's anything that y'all could do, if there's another class that's coming up, I said, but right now, you know, I'm so stressed out that even if I could work right now, I just can't. Like, and so I know y'all got another class coming up you know, in 30 days, I need to do that when, and y'all, I didn't even have no apartment then, right? But I just knew, I was like, so I'm, I'm buying time, because I'm like, God, I know you ain't give me this job just for me not to be able to work it. 
like I know it don't make sense. So it was about transitioning from like you know, like, you have that halfway relationship with God. Like, yeah, I know you, and I love you, and I know you love me, and we got this relationship where we talk to each other, you know, but it ain't that deep. Like, it is, but it ain't. You know what I mean? Like, I had to go through this point of depending on him the whole entire time. Like, every time I turned around, I had to depend on him to the point where, like, right now, I'm at the place where I'm good. And I still wake up like, Lord, it's me and you today. Like making sure that I'm praying, I'm reading my Bible, because at some point I kind of had fell off from that when I first started here, you know. And then I had got to the point where like I was uh, fornicating with my ex from Minnesota who had actually moved here too, who's who is my uh, my kingdom spouse. But this is not the time for us to be together, right? Um, so like. I was I was dipping and dabbling in that, and that wasn't good because like it wasn't from God. Like God wasn't sending him back to me. I was going over there because I was not trying to really face reality, and then I was lonely. I didn't have no family. I didn't know nobody here. You know what I mean? I was in the hotel. I was fighting with people. I wasn't watching TV. I, I was talking to my family, but barely, you know, because of the things that they had done to me in the past. So I'm working on forgiving them. So it was just hard working on forgiving him. He working on forgiving me because I haven't been perfect either. You know what I mean? So like, um, as far as that go, God is restoring me from the inside out. And I hope that he's working on my spouse from the inside out, you know, but I know that I I needed some deep work from, from uh, generational curses. Like it get, like, you know, God can love you, but those curses have to be broken by somebody. And so um, I was, I, and you know, so I, I finally y'all look, I got it one day and I said, I'm gonna find me an apartment because like I had literally right 12 days, 12 days and time was just ticking for me to find a place. And I was applying for all these places, putting in all of this money for application fees. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then I went to this place and it was an hour away. I said, they ain't got an hour away. And you know, let me tell you, God is funny, right? It was an hour away, y'all, right? And so I drove out there and it was a nice, beautiful place. And you know, I had a nerve to say, I don't want it. God approved immediately. Immediately, God approved. Who was that? Who was that? Who? Y'all knew who it was. Immediately got approved. And then I had another say, I don't want to live out there. It's too far. Girl, you didn't got denied by everybody. Who you think, like, who? Here go God. Uh, excuse me, stupid. Do you do? You said you remember you fasted a, a thousand times. You sat there and you cried to me and, and begged me, and, and you got the nerve to complain again. You didn't just learn. We ain't doing this for nothing. We ain't, and, and you know what he said? That's the only place you're gonna get. So what you gonna do? Why y'all be sitting here saying, "Oh, you got a choice. God to give you a choice." He gets some people a choice. Everybody, David didn't have a choice but to be king. He didn't have that choice. Like, we don't always have the choices that you think we do. Like, you get to pick, but it's not really a choice. You get to pick. 
But go ahead and not do what he says. Don't feel his don't fulfill his will. You think like, oh well, it's like, okay, well, look, you could do, you could do like I was listening to this thing where this guy he said, God restored my marriage. He was like, God came to me while I was in the car driving, right? He's like, now I done made up my mind. I'm gonna divorce my wife. I done already had a girlfriend already, and I was going back to my house for one last time. And 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 I had divorce papers and everything, and God told him in the car, look, you got you got two choices. And he said it was so crazy because he was like, I knew that God wanted me to go back to my wife. And he's like, I knew that the other choice may have seemed easier, but it wasn't going to benefit me. It wasn't going to be good. So if you think that that's a choice, okay. Like if somebody be like, oh, well, we got lemonade or we got apple juice. Now I like both of them, but I get the pick. You know, I might want to mix them together. You don't get that with God. You better pick what you look, Okay. Y'all think it's a joke, but it ain't. It ain't. Ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. I tell you that. And so it was so crazy because let me tell you what else. Look, I got a couple more minutes. So look, I get to the place. I said, okay, fine. I'll move here now. The the one that they showed me was cute, but it was just so little, right? And I'm just like, dang, it's so little and whatever. It was cute, though. Cute, nice, and up-to-date, you know, stainless steel appliances, like, beautiful, right? So then I get there, and they're like, okay, you got to prove, right? And so then I wait, like, a week and a half, almost two weeks, because I'm out here looking for something else. I got, like, four days before it's time, but I just look at, I'm trying to tell y'all how hard-headed people could be. And so... I finally called the people back. It had at least been about eight days, y'all. And I said, man, is that apartment still available? Because I just knew they had gave it to somebody else. I just knew because they ain't heard from me since they told me they got uh, I got approved. Like, they ain't heard nothing from me. Nothing. Nada. And you know what this lady said? She said, yeah, it's yours. We've been waiting on you. Yeah, I went and packed myself out that hotel. And I was just like, I was begging there. I had to apologize to God, like, oh, Lord, you have put up with, you have dealt with so much for me. Me mouthing off, me being disrespectful, me being rude to you and telling you what I'm going to do with you better not do this. And you still, you saved this place for me. And y'all, let me tell you what happened real quick because I only got like a minute and a half before this episode is up. So look, I get to the place, right? And it's on the third floor. I'm like, Lord, I'm gonna get all my stuff up here. And it was just kind of cold. The lights wasn't working. None of that, right? Third floor, a little smaller. Y'all, I went back to the office. I said, the lights is off. I don't know how I'm gonna get all my stuff up there. It's just me by myself. (sighs) They said, we're gonna put you downstairs in the bigger unit for the same price. And when I walked inside that apartment, I knew, I knew right then and there that it was from God. I felt like it was my home. I'm in it now, y'all. And when I tell you, like, God has been so good to me and I have to return the favor because now I'm at the point where I have to, he's telling me to quit my job to to fulfill my purpose. And I know that it's time. Um, And so I make another episode about that really quick so y'all can talk it because I'm just, you know, I'm 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 blessed and I'm loving God and I'm loving, you know, things right now, but I'm ready for my purpose. I'm ready. It's been a long time. <sighs>